When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis, and I hope all of you are having fantastic Mondays wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. want to start off the show by saying thank you to everyone in Fayetteville. Had an incredible time on the road at Arkansas. So much fun. Met so many of you. Woo Pig Suey, indeed. Congrats to the Razorbacks on a monster ass-kicking of Texas. Thanks to all of you who came out to our bus tour. Thanks to all of you that I met. Wright's Barbecue was fantastic. JJ's Bar and Grill, all down Dixon Street. We had so much fun. The documentary will be starting soon with a fantastic amount of coverage. Encourage all of you to check that out. As we get ready tonight... We've got the Raiders hosting the Ravens. I am on the Ravens in tonight's game. You can pick the winner. Ravens or Raiders, bet $5 and you can win back up to $200. $5 to win $200. All you got to do is pick the winning team. Take the other side. Have a buddy take the other side. $10 bet can also pay off in a big way. Again, $5 to win $200. 40 to 1. It is super easy to get set up. You will be glad that you did it. So, make sure that you hop on that. Get your bets in. Fanduel.com slash clay. That is fanduel.com slash clay. And I want to start here. It is impossible to argue that America is not back to normal when you see sold out crowds all over the country for college football and the NFL. I went to a game, if you want to call it a game, uh, this weekend. The Arizona Cardinals destroyed my Tennessee Titans. Sold out, basically, stadium. Felt 100% normal. No masks. I was at Texas, Arkansas in Fayetteville all weekend. Barely saw a mask. Sold out stadium. We're going to be in Gainesville, Florida this weekend for Alabama against Florida. I'm sure that there will be virtually no masks anywhere near that arena either. Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Can't wait to get down there. It becomes increasingly difficult for Joe Biden to attempt to implement his vaccine mandate requirements as you see more and more people willing to go out and live their normal lives. Which is why I believe football fans across America are leading us back into normalcy. And I want to get on to a couple of things here uh, before I start breaking down all the NFL and college football. We are having a very unsophisticated discussion surrounding COVID still 19 months after this whole situation began. What do I mean by that? There are vaccinated people. There are unvaccinated people. But what we need to be talking about is people who have immunity because they naturally had an infection. Like me. 
I had a natural infection of COVID I've got antibodies I recovered I haven't gotten the vaccine why would I? Right now in England 98% of people according to their most recent data in England have been exposed to COVID either through vaccine or natural immunity. That's basically the entire country and the same sort of thing has to be occurring here in America yet we don't talk about natural immunity at all. In fact, Dr. Fauci says he's barely even considered it. Well, when you're talking about all these vaccine mandates how are you not also providing a pathway for people like me who've already had the virus? The natural uh, infection according to an Israeli study is up to 27 times up to 27 times as protective as the vaccine would be. Well, this obsession with vaccinated versus unvaccinated misses people like me I haven't gotten the vaccine but I am clearly not in danger from COVID, right? I'm going all over the country I've already had COVID I've already recovered from it I've got antibodies and according to Israeli data the antibodies that I have are up to 27 times as strong and according to a lot of doctors they are seeing breakthrough cases on the vaccine they see very few second COVID infections at this point in time that's a big deal should be talked about far more substantially than it is right now. All right, let's talk about some of the results uh, on the field. Arkansas what a beatdown of Texas Sam Pittman Barry Odom uh, and, uh, and Kendall Bryles just a total destruction that's the head coach offensive and defensive coordinators by the way total destruction of Texas baptism early version of Texas in the SEC monster win I gotta tell you Razorback fans were fired up I put a decent amount of my own money on this Razorbacks plus 7 because I felt like you could feel the energy and I knew when that stadium opened and everybody was fired up to rush inside that it was gonna be an electric environment and that Texas was gonna have trouble dealing with it early that's one of the advantages sometimes of being on the ground and getting to see the vibe there as it inches closer and closer to kickoff. So a monster win for Arkansas. Texas is definitely not back but Arkansas may be back uh, for sure based on that win if they play like that. Oregon what a beatdown they put on Ohio State. Never trailed in the entire game dominated on the offensive and defensive lines of scrimmage which to me is always telling even in this era where everything is uh, all focused on the uh, offensive pyrotechnics and everything else it's still pretty incredible in this day and age to see when somebody went out like that and completely dominated which is what we saw uh, Oregon managed to do. It's the biggest win for the Pac-12 honestly if you go back in time biggest win for the Pac-12 since all the way back when, uh, when Florida State if you remember beat, uh, beat Florida State what a win that was back in the day when Oregon beat Florida State uh, all the way back in that, uh, in that time. And I want to give you a couple of these stats I was stalling there because I was trying to pull up my starting 11 column which I would encourage you to check out. Oregon ran the ball 38 times 269 yards 7.1 yards per carry they averaged while Ohio State ran the ball for 128 yards on 31 carries. 
pretty incredible to see how exactly that ended up uh, breaking down before all was said and done. Also, other big wins. Uh, how about Stanford and David Shaw going on the road and dominating USC? The Clay Helton firing watch is officially underway already in Southern California. It never goes away. Uh, David Shaw against the spread plus 17.5 wins outright huge Stanford money line cash. And by the way, speaking of cash, how about respect the picks? 7-3 and three in the opening week, 7-4 and four in the second week, two straight weeks of college football winners. Uh, that is 14-7 and seven overall, uh, nearly a 70% winning percentage, 66.6% I believe on into infinity right now. Pretty incredible. Now, a lot of people are discussing are Ohio State's college football playoff chances gone? And I think the answer is no. First of all, Ohio State not a very challenging schedule from here on out. In fact, they only have I believe this is correct one top 25 team for sure in Penn State. Michigan may end up there. So Ohio State still has a really good chance to run the table which is why FanDuel right now and you can go get your bets in at FanDuel.com why FanDuel still has the Buckeyes as a decent favorite to end up winning the national title and potentially making the playoffs because there aren't very many teams out there uh, that are considered to be elite. In fact, Oregon is still 40-1 to to win the national title even after that big-time performance that they had there. Uh, Still not a lot of people. Alabama, uh, plus 150. Georgia, 4-1. Oklahoma, 9-1. Clemson 9-1 Ohio State 9-1 Oregon like I said all the way out at 40-1 those were yesterday morning's numbers but respect the picks 14-7 and start to the year on our gambling picks 2 out of 3 that's tough to beat I like to try to shoot for 55% winners we haven't hit them in a while uh, but that's where I am couple of other big I would say stunners that happen how about Florida State getting beat and then how about Florida State getting beat on the last play by Jacksonville State that is unbelievable failure there I thought Mike Norvell and company were back in good shape after nearly upsetting Notre Dame that didn't actually end up happening Uh, Texas A&M survived against Colorado but their starting quarterback Haynes King likely out now until mid-October that's a tall order for them they've got Uh, Arkansas in a couple of weeks may lose to Arkansas then they've got Alabama coming to town Uh, even though they're a top 10 team I'm not necessarily sold on uh, the ability of Texas A&M to be anywhere near the level of performance that we saw out of Alabama and particularly Georgia how about the mailman coming through and throwing some touchdown passes that were pretty phenomenal Uh, JT Daniels was out Stetson Bennett steps in goes 10 for 12 for 5 touchdowns including touchdown passes of 73, 89, 61 yards all in the first 16 minutes worth mentioning about this Georgia defense they have not given up a touchdown yet this season and their next two games if you look at it South Carolina and at Vandy the next two weeks seems unlikely 
that they're going to give up very many in the next two weeks either. It's possible even they go through September without allowing a single touchdown. It's one of the most dominating fashions that we've ever seen. Want to give props uh, to, uh, to our friends out there. Every Army football player ran on the field carrying an American flag today. Uh, today meaning Saturday. I thought that was amazing to see on September 11th which was thoroughly, incredibly impressive. Iowa might have the best uh, overall resume so far in all of college football. Two top 25 wins. They dominated in the Cyhawk game in the second half in particular. Did you guys see the cat? Did you see the cat that was saved uh, at the Miami App State game uh, that fell into the American flag? The guy held it up like Simba. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, it is one of the most amazing uh, clips that I've ever seen. All right, the outkick top 10. Alabama Crimson Tide, most impressive team that I have seen so far. Georgia, second most impressive team that I have seen so far. Those, to me, have been the two best performing teams. I think Alabama and Georgia are going to meet in Atlanta for the SEC championship game. I would be very surprised if that doesn't end up happening based on everything that I've seen through two weeks. Still a lot to be played. Iowa, most impressive wins back-to-back of anybody in college football. I think that's a fair position to take right now. Uh, Oregon just mentioned their beatdown of Ohio State. UCLA slides in at the five spot. They had the week off but they are 2-0. Penn State at six. Big game with Auburn going to Happy Valley this weekend. Arkansas in the seven spot. Razorbacks inside of my top ten. BYU want to give props to the Cougars. Not only did they join the Big 12 but they won a monster rivalry game in U- against Utah. For those of you who know how big the BYU uh, rivalry Utah is out in that state. Virginia Tech sliding in in the ninth spot. Big win over UNC on the opening Friday of the year. And I'm going to give credit here. Pittsburgh, one of the few teams that has gone on the road and beaten an SEC opponent. Uh, the only team that has done it in the FBS level. I've got Pitt in the 10th spot. SEC power rankings 1-14 to 14, Bama 1 Georgia 2 Arkansas 3 Auburn over 60 points in two straight games. We'll see now that Auburn is going to Penn State where exactly they stack up. Florida Gators we'll see where Florida stacks up this weekend. They're two touchdown underdog against Alabama. Ole Miss 2-0. Texas A&M I know they're top five in the country. They've looked like an average SEC team to me so far. I've got them at seven. Kentucky at eight. Mississippi State at nine. Uh, Mississippi State, nice win over NC State, by the way. Uh, Kentucky wins an SEC game over Mizzou. I've got South Carolina at 10. Shane Beamer starting off 2-0. Nice win over ECU. Tough game for South Carolina. Tough one coming up this weekend against Georgia. I've got Missouri sliding in at 11, LSU at 12, Tennessee at 13, and Vanderbilt in the 14 spot. Again, we're going to be in Gainesville this weekend. Uh, Can't wait uh, to get there. Uh, Should be a lot of fun. All right, let's talk about the NFL here in a moment. But first, I got to tell you guys all about my friends at... Where are my friends right now? My friends at X-Chair. X-Chair. Absolutely fabulous. It is the best possible chair anywhere. Thanks to the LMAX massage and temperature regulation 
that has been exclusively designed and made for X-Chair. Once you feel the customized support of X-Chair's patented dynamic variable lumbar your back will never be happy in any other chair again. I work a lot of hours. I got like 10 different jobs. Sitting in this chair makes me more comfortable than any chair I've ever had and you can get your own no risk 30 days to try it out. The X chair is the best and most comfortable chair anywhere. Try it out for yourself and see why I am so fond of this chair. Go to xchairclay.com That's the letter X chair C-L-A-Y dot com for $100 off your order. X chair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort. Go to xchairclay.com now. That is xchairclay.com now. You'll be glad that you did. Uh, All right. What did I see? I went to the Tennessee Titans Arizona Cardinals game opener here in Nashville. So I watched that whole game in person. Kyler Murray was phenomenal. I mean the Titans don't have a good defense but they had no answer for him at all. He ran all over the field. He made play after play. One touchdown pass he dropped in. It was like Willie Mays style. I think Christian Kirk made the catch. If you haven't seen that highlight it was incredible. Uh, the three most impressive quarterback performances that I saw on Sunday were Kyler Murray and I saw that one in person Matthew Stafford I told you guys I liked Matthew Stafford at 16-1 to to win the MVP he was phenomenal in the beatdown of the Chicago Bears last night in Sunday Night Football and how about Jameis Winston five touchdown passes beatdown of epic proportions that the Saints put on the Packers. I think it's hard to say that that's not connected in some way to Aaron Rodgers' offseason. The performance that the Packers put out was embarrassing uh, in all respects. Congratulations to the Saints. They're playing on the road. They're having to deal with all of the challenges that that came from the hurricane having to play in a different state and yet they still went out and completely dominated It was fantastic to see if you are a Saints fan props to Jameis Winston who was lights out. Other big takeaways from the the NFL. I watched a lot of the uh, Mac Jones versus Tua Tagovailoa former Alabama quarterbacks going head-to-head. The Dolphins won 17-16 but I thought Mac Jones looked a lot better. If I had to choose right now which of those quarterbacks to have going forward I would rather have Mac Jones than Tua. It's a one game sample size. A lot can change between those guys but I thought that Mac versus Tua I thought the Dolphins although they won I liked what I saw from Mac Jones in his first start in the Battle of Bama quarterbacks more than I did like what I saw from Tua. Uh, So that was a big takeaway. How about Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase? It's like they never left LSU getting an upset win over the Vikings in overtime. Uh, Jamar Chase's hands look pretty good as Joe Burrow said when he sat down. Uh, I thought that was a big win for the Bengals. It was good to see Joe Burrow back on the field. Steelers. Look, the Bills, my playoff team out of the AFC, they got up early. Steelers rolled in and handled them. Uh, big win for the Steelers. 
Lions are still the Lions. They're still bad. 49ers, Jimmy G looked pretty solid. I should have given him a shout out in terms of his performance overall as well. Uh, But, you know, again, didn't really throw that many passes. Just 17 completions. Jared Goff threw the ball 57 times. Uh, I don't know if he can finish the season doing that. Seahawks dominated the Colts. Russell Wilson, new offense. They came out. They took control. They were never in doubt. He still only needed to throw the ball 23 times but he had four touchdowns. Carson Wentz I thought was pretty good. Not good enough however. I think there's a good chance the Colts are going to be 0-2 and uh, we will also see uh, the Titans be 0-2 when that game happens. Uh, We've got now issues with uh, the health of uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He is out. Chargers go on the road and get a win at Washington and Justin Herbert continued to show you that he may be the best young quarterback in the NFL right now. Panthers beat the Jets. Texans first place all by themselves. They handled the Jags, spoiled Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence's debut. How about the Chiefs-Browns game? The Browns had that game won. They were up nine late in the game if I'm not mistaken 29-20 to and then the Chiefs did what they do. Magic deep ball to, uh, to uh, that should never probably been capable of being completed. Incredible throw uh, deep by Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you had Travis Kelsey continuing to dominate and nobody seems to be able uh, to, uh, to stay in front of Tyreek Hill uh, and he continued to dominate and throw up the deuces on his touchdown passes. Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. Question is, can they protect Go to new offensive line seem to do a pretty good job of it uh, and uh, the Broncos I, I hate to say it but I feel like Daniel Jones the experiment is coming to a close we mentioned Stafford earlier and the Bears dominance uh, and tonight I like the Raiders uh, I got them plus four and a half the number is ticked back down to three and a half or so uh, in this one and, uh, and so that is what is coming there One more thought here as we get ready to finish the show but first I want to tell you about my friends at 8sleep. I want all of you to know uh, that 8sleep thanks to their Pod Pro cover you know there's no one temperature that's the perfect temperature for sleep. A lot of people out there say it's 68 degrees not true. Over the course of the night you get hotter or colder can want it as cool as 55 degrees as warm as 110 degrees can be different for you and whoever is sleeping in the bed with you. The temperature of the Pod Pro will adjust each side of the bed based on your sleep stages. Look, I work all the time. I need as good of sleep as I can possibly get and so do you guys because that is the ultimate game changer. I need you to go to 8sleep.com slash outkick to check on the Pod Pro and save $150 at checkout using the promo code OUTKICK. Again, go to 8sleep.com slash OUTKICK to check out the Pod Pro and save $150 at checkout using the promo code OUTKICK. One more time, 8sleep.com slash OUTKICK. Check out the Pod Pro and save $150 at checkout using the promo code OUTKICK. Get hooked up with that now and you will be glad that you did. Dr. Fauci wants to mandate wants to mandate that all of you be vaccinated in order to get on airplane flights. This is craziness. It's madness. We have to stand up to these absurd unconstitutional demands that are being put upon us. 
the truth of the matter is this. None of us have ever needed to be vaccinated to get on an airplane before for diseases that are far more dangerous to uh, young people than COVID. I got the data for you right here and I wanted to hit you with it. Do you know how many people have died with COVID under the age of 18 years old since this whole outbreak started? 412. A lot of obsession about kids wearing masks health and safety of kids 412. I wish that was zero. More kids are murdered every year than die of COVID. More kids die in traffic accidents than die of COVID. More kids drown than die of COVID. More kids die of the seasonal flu the seasonal flu that comes every year than from COVID yet parents are terrified because they don't actually look at the data. By the way, that is 0.001% of the total cases. 18 to 29 year olds. These are people dying with COVID by the way. Almost all of these people have significant health consequences in their lives. 3,000. 30 to 39 years old. 8,000. 40 to 49 year olds. 22,000. That is right at 30,000 people under the age of 50 have died of COVID. That is less people than die under the age of 50 than die in car accidents every year. Around 40,000 people under uh, die in car accidents every year under that number have died. If you're under the age of 50 COVID has almost zero risk to you. Now, I've said this from the get-go. If you're a senior citizen you should get the COVID vaccine. You should make smart decisions. So I tell my parents. But for people who are otherwise young and healthy you're far more likely to die of other causes than you are from COVID. It's time for rationality to come back. This idea of needing to be vaccinated to go to an airplane fight is madness particularly when you're somebody like me who has already had COVID. Makes no sense whatsoever that we have uh, this policy in place. Encourage you to go listen to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. Appreciate all of you who are huge fans of OutKick. I'm flying down to Florida on Thursday. Can't wait to be there for the big game between Alabama and the Gators. My name is Clay Travis. Get your bets in tonight. I like the Raiders. Plus four and a half is the number that I got. Gave it out as part of my OutKick six-pack. FanDuel.com slash Clay. That's FanDuel.com slash Clay.